Welcome to Out of the Blank. I'm now ready. Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. Um, the a thousand doesn't just go away, so it's we're just continuing on past that. I want to make sure that's clear because that's been up in my head for like trying. First of all, I was debating even doing coming back to the show. Like I said, with all that time off, I was like, I don't know if I want to do it. It's kind of like if you don't do it anymore and you leave it away for a while, it's kind of lose interest in it and move on to the next thing. So I became a filmmaker. Yeah, yeah, and I've been watching your films actually, and I, I actually, I think they're hilarious. That milk one, that one literally had me laughing. Like, you changed <laughs> your tune after you saw my idea for the film, and I put it up, and then you messaged me. Got any more scenes? Got another film you're working on? And I'm like, yeah, right like, now. yeah. I wasn't exactly sure what you were doing. I thought it was gonna be more about you, <clears throat> and there was just gonna be a couple blips of other people in it, you know. But then, like, when I saw like the actual idea of it, when you were like, yeah, it's a mo- it's a movie about a movie, and you don't even actually see the movie. Just little blips. And I, I liked it. That's just, why I said I was like, it was a genius. Just trying to do creative stuff with like mm-hmm. all that time. Off. I always have to be doing something because then I feel like I'm doing nothing. So maybe my next task should be to bring back the fedora. Maybe. Huh? <laughs> maybe Possibly. I own one. I'm waiting for that. Is there any stylers <laughs> or trends that you think will be making a comeback? I mean, we're already in the land of NFTs, which I'm a little bit worried about. Ska. Um, should we bring Ska back? Really don't see enough sublime t-shirts as it is <laughs> no i mean just the music i guess i mean like, i i think we've taken a whole new thing <clears throat> the opening of technology has really just sent us into this land of x i mean i've been creating art by using ai just machines they're like type in a quote pick the artist pick whatever style you wanted and it'll do it and i'm like all right what's some random stuff i can type in so i go koi pond with a glass tank it was just the description i put into it dude the ai machine made what looks like a koi pond with like it's just it's so freaky i can't even describe it and i'm like i might have to play with that that's the future of art is something what's art art is that you paint something on whatever you do you create and someone's able to pull out whatever they want from it. But imagine letting a machine create the art for you and not being able to put it literally into words. Cause you don't know what the hell you're looking at. Yeah. There, I mean, there's, there is AI art, but I feel like that might just be another expression of art. I feel like people are still gonna make their own art and stuff. Well, I don't think the initial creator is going to be gone, but let's just say it's going to take maybe a new form. Um, when it There's going to be more people using his tool of art to create their own art. I'm going to send this to my email and see if I can pull it up. Well, I mean, Which is- the land of NFTs, I don't think anybody saw that coming. And I think jokingly, we all kind of looked at it like, oh, yeah, that's going to be the next form of art. Yeah, I mean, well, not re- the next form of currency, I would say. But then you're seeing things like, <laughs> I mean, besides the whole bit- Bitcoin crash and stuff like that. And I'm still so novice on everything when it comes to just art in general. Uh, when it's 
I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I painted a couple paintings. That was it. But watching the currency change go from cash to ones and zeros to now we might be entering a land where you're going to be able to just trade things that don't really exist, but you have a digital copy of that, which makes it interesting for actual creators but every single actual artist who paints and actually does the whole, like my buddy Adam, who spends hours upon hours making days, sometimes making art customized for people. Um, right. A lot of my artwork comes from him. He talks about it. Like you got to buy the original copy, the stuff like this, this is all like BS. And I'm like, I don't know how to help you there, man. That's we're entering that territory. People really love the delicacy and ease of using technology to be able to do everything for them. Yeah. I just don't understand how it like, I guess like the actual like code for the photo you would get, but like if you have this super cool piece, like picture, and someone else just screenshots it like that's it but then again there's there's prints of physical art all the time too so i don't know maybe it's just the trend of that we all move to digital and then eventually people like i don't see i don't know because then like before we talk about the electric car for instance man when that electric car thing started coming out i'm like yeah right people are going to be using electric cars bs Dude, it's a big possibility now where it looks like maybe you have to be super rich or some type of collector to really have a classic um, actual physical car. Yeah, the prices of classic cars have skyrocketed. I'm going to show you. This is the Koi Fish glass thing I was telling you about. All I did was type in Koi Fish glass or Koi Fish pond glass tank, and then that's what it gave me. Interesting. That's an AI machine. I can't describe that into words. It looks like you go to a panda buffet and they have that fucking koi pond that every kid has to stick their fucking finger in and try and touch one of the fish. And then the fish bites them or nibbles on their finger thinking it's food. And they go, oh, my God. And they have to put the fish down. (laughs) I wonder wonder what the the turnover rate for the koi fish in the Chinese restaurants are. Hmm. (laughs) From kids like accidentally hurting them or them... uh, Attacking customers. How many California rolls did you want again? I wanted 22. Okay, get three koi fish out of that pond for me. <laughs> it's like, no, <laughs> no. I didn't know that's what you were doing. Oh, no, I don't even think they eat them. I'm just saying how many koi fish you think have gone rogue and bit customers and they had to put them down. Any animal, anything in the world, someone has tried it. You're right. Just keep Ugh. that in mind. I think at koi one fish. point we all used to be cannibals. Yeah, it's all <laughs> everything that we eat now is based on a bunch of trial and error. You know, there's some people that still practice cannibalism. Like y'all are just pretentious as shit. Have you ever been in the middle of a storm or a hurricane and had no food? And then one of your friends or one of your survivors that are with you. I mean, if there's a zombie apocalypse, everybody would go back to cannibalism. Well, the zombies would. No, I mean, that's their whole thing. What would they yeah, do without it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cannibalism. Yeah, it's actually interesting that cannibalism still happens, wasn't it? Who was it? It was. It was some prominent guy. I think it was Prince Andrew or Prince Charles, paid to watch someone get eaten by some uh, tribal people, like in Africa. Fucking Army Hammer was gonna pay his ex girlfriend to eat her lower ribs, and that was like a giant whatever uh news thing for like a month and then people moved on to the next thing and i'm like dude you can fucking get away with fucking anything i mean the fact I that i missed Giz- that one gizlane maxwell her trial ended she was what five accounts out of six that she was you think yep. people are going to be like 
see, this is my thought when that happened. I just picture like the people that are going to be like, you know, the, the inner workings, conspiracy, all that type of stuff go. You think people would notice if we, uh, you know, she hung herself like her predecessor or her do you friend? Think, do you think we can get away with this again? You know, the guards are like, no, <laughs> fuck you. Don't do it again. They gave us a lot of shit. People asked where we were. I was out on my smoke break and all this type of weird computer stuff started happening. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, I don't know, man. We, yeah, we, we got away with that once. Let's not try that again, huh? They do a what, what's new? stuff like that all the time. Doesn't matter. We're going to do it again. Yeah, People forget. There was... People move on to the next thing so freaking quick. That's what scares oh, yeah. me. That's what sucks, too, because, like, there's so much implicated, like, little rabbit holes that dive down on the Ghislaine Maxwell thing, and it ain't going to happen. She was the fall guy. That's it. There was only – I only saw in the news one Republican, I forget who it was, was saying we need to, like, you know, chase down every rabbit hole. We need to overturn every single rock based on this case. Like, there was so many people implicated, but ain't going to happen. They already uh, dismissed cases against the two – jail guards for jeffrey epstein who lied in their reports and stuff i hope said, they have like a, a new job out there now where it's just one person who's government like owned or whoever or maybe a personal person like PETA. you know PETA has a good idea behind them but they don't so shitty dude jimmy sifu lit them the fuck did up, you man. see that i shared that whole thing <laughs> on and that's like a baltimore like seafood place like that's a that's a well-known place. oh so that actually hits close to home for so you that's it's like really funny watching them just light up i'm like well they must have hired somebody from like wendy's or taco bell but now like i'm just messaging everybody on twitter or tagging them in posts like hey is quiznos are you do you have fire tweets you know, they only they responded to me one time when I was like, Quiznos, where did you go? I miss you because I hate Subway so much. And they're like, we're still keeping it toasty. I'm like, is everybody who runs your guys Twitters like master jokes craftsmen that I'm afraid to mess with? Yeah, that's it's a part of the marketing thing now, man. I'm, you know, the marketing whole marketing scene is moving into stuff like that. Uh, I'm That's what I'm going to school for right now. And they talk about how like social media and all that stuff. That's where everyone is. So that's where you got to be. You got to make those, they got to make those little tweets that hopefully to get screenshot and then get shared because then it's just an exponential amount of advertisement for absolutely free. I've been so out of the political realm after this show, like just after I hit a thousand, I just, I, cause I don't, I'll use Twitter to like recently I've been going back on it just to look for guests again, but like, I have no need to hit the trending topics to see maybe there's something interesting that happened. No need for it at all. And like what I was gone a month, you know, um, it has been a month, hasn't it? I should and probably ripped you right back in. I should probably make a public apology. I'm very sorry for leaving you. I'll try not to do it again. Um, you got to make a video though. Like Patton Oswald writing a fucking essay. For him <laughs> <Chappelle>. <laughs> sorry, I was gone. I'm back. You should make it all like get in a suit, make it all professional. Like it's a press conference. The amount of messages I got like, oh my God, what do you mean the show's over with? And I'm like, I'm fucking taking a What the fuck? You got a thousand. Like tell me you ripped. No, here's what you need to help me with. The Should I do another everyday thing for another? Or should I just like weekends off? Is that okay? Yeah, maybe do once a week. Jesus Christ, I don't want to lose all my hair. I'd rather just <laughs> That's what I'm saying, do one a week. And then you can then you'll have plenty of time to work on your film stuff too. And then you can correlate the two and use each each other to bounce off each other when you're 
trying to get your name out there. I definitely miss the banter like this, but at the same time, there's also other tasking processes that go with it. And that has to be with getting <clears throat> guests, always getting guests. It's just difficult right. as shit. Um, but so do it, once a week. But it's easier now. See, here's the issue I have with that is when people like go, where can I find your show to see if I want to be a guest on it? I just go, yeah, you can check the links in my bio. As soon as they click it, I get a message. I mean, not even like you can't listen to anything that fast, not even a song. They just go a thousand something episodes. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. I'm like, well, that's good. Like you see the fucking work ethic. But at the same time, it's like there are some people like where, when, how, who? And I'm like, are what? What are we? Are we going through the five W's? <laughs> what are we doing? Right. That's kind of. I think I did that the first time you asked me to come on. Yeah, it's. You know, I understand it because it's hard because it's new. But at the same time, I don't know. I I, I like to always kind of keep it changing up, just so I'm not doing the same thing over and over and over again. Because eventually, you'll just fucking find yourself Epstein in your room because you just hate your fucking life. You know. Yep. Actually, that's funny that you say that because I, I was actually going to bring something like that up when we we're talking about the new uh, AI art. Because I was going to say, yeah, you know, I mean, it might be a good thing because it's going to make give everyone that little bit of creative fix. I feel like a lot of people are just dead in the world because they're just in the motions, not doing anything. And they don't have the time to do like anything creative. And they're just slowly dying on the inside. They don't have a soul asking, no sense of wonder, no questions of like about just existentialism and just it's 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 the the music music. dude i'm telling you what i'm i guess what i'm saying is is uh that i think people are good if they make art easier more people are going to do it and i think it'll just be good for people's mental health does that make sense um I said, I I still think that it's a lot of what we listen to, too. Like a really popular artist that I listen to, and actually to make a lot of very scenes and a lot of serious moments and a lot of the stuff that I've been making, um, I was listening to a lot of Juice World while I was just like just working out or like if I'm doing like a five hour workout, I'm listening to Juice World just on repeat or I'm listening to other songs that keep suggesting all these things. Dude, you get stuck in a vibe, man. And that vibe is a little bit dark and it just seems like, you know, what would matter if you're gone? I mean, I hate to bring it to that level, but that's kind of what a lot of the tone of music is. I mean, it was the same thing back in what the nineties where everything was teenage yeah. angst shit, man. Like everything mid two thousands too. Everything was, was like, all I had a van and she left me and I'm sitting in the window last night, whatever that fucking song is, but that's every yeah. single one of those things are exactly the same. And then you wonder why, like so many of those people were all punk and all these angst. And there's all these people like, I remember the nineties when it was great. It was like, they weren't fucking great either. No time that you remember is usually a hundred percent good. You're just picking the good stuff out of it, which makes it, this is not weird. I mean, I'm, I just popped on Twitter before we started chatting because I was like, fucking Corey's going to bring me into the politics. So I was like, I don't want to go. Sunday morning. I do. I stopped letting it affect me like as bad as it was <laughs> like after this whole break, everything is just a fucking joke to where they just put up a new thing saying that there's a new variant. Now it's a mix of the Delta and the Omicron and they're calling Delta Cron. And I just retweeted oh, Jesus. it. And I was just like, it's like Sharknado. The first one I was interested. Now I've lost all fucking interest in every single one. <laughs> yeah, that dude. I just saw one of those same exact uh, things we're actually going to talk about on our show on Thursday uh, from my local news channel. And it said, uh, I'm going to actually find the actual headline, but it's from our local Fox News channel. And it says, 
Israel detects case of flu-rona in unvaccinated pregnant woman. Like, how fucking scary does that article sound? And then when you go to read the actual article, because the headline's so misleading, she had the flu and COVID at the same time. How do you know? I don't know. She just got tested for like, both, I guess. How do you guess, fucking but... know what variant you have? Right. But, like, it's hilarious to me that they called it flu-rona. Because you read that and you're like, oh, my God, now are, is the flu and the Omicron teaming up? Like, like what the fuck's going on? And then you read it and it's like, you dumb bitches. God, it makes you so angry. So I, when I saw that headline, we were like, well, we got to put a segment in the show called uh, when sensationalized he- something about sensationalized headlines. We need to think of a tagline. I think when I took the break, there was, I think after like a week or so when the show hit a thousand, there was um, Mark Zuckerberg came out and said that his fact checkers weren't actually like fact checkers. They were just people that agreed with the same narrative. And I was like, well, if, yeah. it's, if he's admitting to doing it, does that mean that like we should start looking at all these types of things? And then I see an article that was literally like Robert Malone on Joe Rogan, the guy who claims to be the mRNA vaccine person, whatever. Dude, they should have said after a controversial podcast episode, we'd like to clear the air and talk about the reason why this man was taken off Twitter was because of. And it just sounded like what? Like I've seen no. people tweet way worse than that. What do you mean? That's medical. That's yeah. misinformation. You start to realize it's like they're just looking for any reason at this point to get there. Which I mean, that makes it more stressful on the creators. Where like the dude Malone goes, "I'm on an app called Gitter. Does anybody remember who was the big proprietor of Gitter and whose app that is? Right? It starts with a T and it ends with a P. That man, that's his app." And now like Joe Rogan's on it and now you get called a right wing this. And I'm like, oh my, like people don't want to be happy, man. That's the whole point. Keep making sad and depressing music. And this isn't new. This Delta Cron shit. Think about it, dude. What happened in like the fucking seventies or whatever, when we had nuclear fallout, that was the biggest fucking fear to every single person. That's exactly what it was. People knocking on your door. Excuse me, sir. Would you like to buy a bomb shelter? You never know what the apocalypse or nuclear war is going to happen. And then people invested in something. We invaded Russia during the JFK thing. They weren't even dealing with nukes until after we went over there looking for them. And then we came over back over here and like, well, if you think we're making nukes, I bet you're making nukes. So we're going to make nukes. Then I've been getting down this JFK rabbit hole, which I'm trying to get a bunch of people who research this topic to come on because Oliver Stone was on Joe Rogan talking about it. And they start talking about how. Uh, the, the, there might have been a plan and there's all these ideas and there was really never nukes over there and the reason why they killed JFK it goes down this fucking thing where I'm like this is like the 9-11 shit like, yeah, JF, yeah JFK was their generation's 9-11 dude there's, am, there's theories that the Cubans did it like, but am I a basic bitch because it interests me so much it's like no. every single person who loves watching a true crime show so like, you that's hear something, me something funny about the JFK thing so I heard this conspiracy and it's probably like not, it's probably one of the weakest ones, but I think it's like the the funniest one. And it almost sounds like one of the most like realist ones that happened, but it pisses off all of the JFK conspiracy theorists. And okay, so this is what it was that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was up there to shoot, but he was trying to take out the governor, not the president. And if you remember, he did hit the governor, but then there was the magic bullet that yeah. bounced around and then somehow hit JFK in the forehead. So the rumor is the shot went off from Oswald, and then uh, so the cars sped off, 
and that in the front car, one of the uh, Secret Service guys on the side, they were saying that they were out drinking the night before, and he's a little hungover. And when the car took off, <laughs> he accidentally let off a shot. And that's what killed JFK. So, yeah, I know that one because my uh, grandma, um, her ex-boyfriend was the Secret Service person on JFK's route who's wrote like multiple books about that whole incident and everything like that. And that was one of the biggest cover-ups as they talk about that a Secret Service person's gun actually went off and hit JFK in the back of the head. The issue is, is that when they were doing the autopsy, the, the scientist that they brought in to do the autopsy was not able to touch the corpse. They told him not to touch that when they would move him around. They noticed bits of his brain that had been soaking in from formaldehyde for two weeks where they start going is this the actual brain of jfk this is right after it happened this wasn't this hasn't been two weeks yet maybe that was a stage thing then the main military person who they think or oliver stone spent i think he just made a documentary for the history <coughs> channel about it and he just spent 20 years researching into this type of thing he just uh in his show in his documentary he talks about how the main military chief that had conflicts with jfk when they were at the autopsy room, the examination board, they had it on for everybody to kind of look at it, all the main military people. He was smoking a cigar and looking at the person that JFK, the dead person, that he had a conflict knowingly. Everyone knew that he had a conflict with JFK. They didn't agree on anything that came to Cuba. And he sat there smoking a cigar. They asked him, can you please put your cigar out so we can do this autopsy thing? It's going to mess with our equipment. And he blew smoke right in the technician's face. Now. If you're the military person and you just watch, let's say you're Corey, you're in school. Now, you know, there's a kid that you fucking hate and every day he just picks on you and you fucking wish he would die. Then you find out he moves or he does die. Now you're like on top of your thing. Like, don't have to deal with that anymore. That's exactly the perspective that military main military chief. And here's the weird part is, just is that stress off his shoulders. You know how we all thought like, oh, the stereotypical Catholic priest thing. And then it was fucking real. Why is every yeah. stereotypical like military chief exactly like how we see on all these fucking shows with an old man with a giant cigar? Nuke him, bomb him, nuke him, bomb him. That's right. that's how that guy was. And they realized that the whole Cuban thing, there was planned assassinations on Castro and Castro had tried to openly talk about how you guys are doing all these things. You start realizing that like they had a narrative to play. And the whole reason that JFK might have been elected was an aspect of like the narrative of the of the nuke narrative and when jfk didn't want to go over there and deal with that nuke issue and that's when they were like hey this was your whole thing people aren't going to like you if you're not doing this because i mean people were scared man it's like the beginning of this pandemic you could say anything and people will believe it because they're so fucking scared and now we're kind of like five variants in and people are like hey suck my dick while i do some cocaine off a stripper's asshole that's where right. everyone's at right now yeah, pretty much. And it's funny to say that, too, because even JFK himself said that when they did the Bay of Pigs. I think it was the Bay of Pigs when they tried. The CIA convinced him that, like, oh, yeah, we got a bunch of Cubans that are on board. There's a rebel over there, ready, or a rebellion ready to happen. We just need to send in these Cuban refugees from America, send them in, you know, go over there. And we're going to take over Cuba. And it it went that way. And then it was devastating. It was a terrible blunder. A bunch of uh, these people died. And it was just this really, really shitty attack that we did and he got huge blowback in the media from it and he says like how could i have been so stupid so then he stopped trusting the generals and started trusting his brother robert and then them both got murked 
Yeah. See, that's just the weirdest thing about you're entering something where you want to help people, but at the same time, you realize that the system is kind of rigged. So you kind of can't, and you don't really have the yeah, option it's, to do it's, what you want to do. This bureaucracy of these unelected officials who are there, who don't have term limits, who know the inner workings. Uh, Edward Snowden talked about it on Joe Rogan's podcast. He talked about how People always talk about, oh, the deep state, you know, this deep state thing. And he's like, it's not necessarily like Illuminati, these secret people pulling strings. He goes, it's unelected officials that are heads of these institutions and these bureaucracies that have access to the elected officials. And they just, these people are like, you know, wet behind the ears. They're new, you know, they come in and then these uh, people are just like, listen, trust me, I've been here forever. This is what we got to do. I know this stuff. I'm an expert. Trust me. And so they have no choice to because they're just surrounded by all these yes men telling them these same type of narratives, so they fall for it. Look at Obama, a junior senator, <laughs> had no 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 idea about foreign policy. He gets in there and they just ran the they ran rampant with him in there. They were bombing weddings, uh, using nuclear or using uran uranium depleted bullets. You know what I mean? Like they were just doing all sorts of wild shit, killing Gaddafi, toppling governments telling governments they can't raise their minimum wage. Like the foreign policy under Obama was trash. It's been like that for a long time too. He's just a recent example of like shit like that. Look at even Clinton, you know, all the way back to the seventies when we tried to topple Iran. It doesn't, and now we're scratching our heads. Like, why don't they like us? It doesn't get me angry. Cause I bet there's a lot of perspectives we're not seeing when it comes to why they're doing so much of this type of stuff. I think like, if you're not going to be able to be the fastest at production, like we're not going to be able to match China's production value on anything. We're never going, they own the market in that, but, but that's our own fault. Yeah. But so then you have to play dirty. And when you play dirty, this is kind of what it is. And sadly, dirty doesn't look so good on your sense of character when you're considered the vision of red, white, and blue means bold and true. You're supposed to be the good guy, yeah. yeah. I don't. I see. I, I think everyone's the good guy, and everyone's probably the enemy in another person's eyes. It just depends on what is the most. See everything. This is. I don't even like. I said I'm not getting mad at it. I just really start envisioning a ski lodge in my head. Where I start going, I would love to just fucking own a ski lodge away from everybody and just have like right. just fucking sit in my underwear on my fucking balcony while it's snowing outside, while sipping a coffee and smoking a cigar, just watching people enjoy the mountains that I own. Like, oh, he's going up the ski lift. Pizza <laughs> oh, French him. fry, pizza <laughs> French. <laughs> <laughs> shouting at him. <laughs> just yelling, some kid busts ass and his shit goes everywhere. You're just yelling, yard sale. Yard sale. <laughs> Yeah, that would be nice. You know, it's uh, it'd be to just be separate from. Yeah, I don't it know. would be this, nice this until a kid like you fucking rides my slopes and blows out his shoulder, fucking trying to do a jump. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, you know, it's funny because they didn't even like have me sign any paperwork trying to like for a waiver or anything. They just hauled me off the mountain and threw me in my car and set That's me on my way. That's the dream. People want to be like pop stars and shit. The dream is slipping and falling in like a fucking Walmart and then never having to work for the rest of your fucking life. I did it fucking, what was it? It snowed like two, three weeks ago, like really, really bad. I think everybody got that snow cyclone thing. They always pick weird fucking names for shit. Like when it's a hurricane, it's 
Hurricane Ida. And I'm like, what the f- that sounds like a fucking hurricane that beats its family members. And then it's like, well, we have this giant winter cyclone that's coming through that everyone's going to experience. I'm like, winter cyclone, you make that sound dangerous as shit. Is that to jack up the prices in the grocery store? Because everything has went up a fucking dollar, man. I've noticed yeah. it and I don't like it because my groceries used to be a set bill. I don't get much. I don't, I don't get a lot at all, but I've honestly spent more money since the show has been on break because I've been going out and doing more shit. I mean, I ate out for the first time in fucking 10 years. <laughs> I had an Outback burger. Like I said, I was going to do, I said it, I did it for a birthday and also a thousand episode type thing. Honestly, I was in pain more than I enjoyed the experience of it. It was like a decent, like, I mean, it was an okay size, but I ate it in 10 seconds, dude, legit. Just smashed it. I I was so ready for it, dude. It had been so long. I've been building it up in my head. That's After, probably why you didn't feel good. Dude, you- no. three. I haven't had red meat the size of a quarter, anything more than that in 10 years. So I ate a whole giant burger. And then the next couple of days, I just felt like complete shit where I was like, am I dying of like COVID? And I'm like, no, it's fucking, <laughs> yeah, your body's not processing it properly. And honestly, it wasn't, that, it wasn't what I thought it was. I think I just built it up too much in my head. You should just get some sliders. But that was $60 fucking dollars for that dinner. And it was like two burgers, me and someone else. And then like, so like I think they got a blooming onion and they didn't even eat it. They took a bite. They were like, it's too greasy. And I'm like, for 60 bucks, like, no wonder we have people that don't want to hang out with their fucking families anymore. It's too expensive to go do anything. I don't want to sound like a boomer where it's like back in my day, things were a nickel. But I'm like, you start yeah. to notice like my buddy's huge into like being afraid of technology and i'm not really there i kind of see the benefit of it because with everything that you lose there's something that you gain so if we're losing social connections with our family and that's being a substitute of entering a new digital age where we're revert uh reverted to um text messages or reverted to Facebook pokes, like shares, comments, whatever. That means whatever gets submitted into the technology realm is going to boost whatever you do work-wise in the technology realm. So that means if you're a podcaster, if you're this, if you're that, if you're this, but now the other door gets opened up with, let's say, Corey, if you decide to make another political podcast instead of calling it fucking libservative, which is a good name. It's a great name. I know. Yeah, I like how um, you backpedaled because you realized you said it like an asshole. Yeah, I didn't mean to. <laughs> which, which I knew you didn't. So I was like, it's I'm, fine. I'm flowing right now. So you got to <laughs> let me flow. Um, instead of calling it libservative, you call it, let's say, the pickle slider. I don't know. You just call it. Honestly, libservative is way better than uh, the, pickle <laughs> the slider. pickle slider. But I'm on the Outback <clears throat> Burger thing right now. So I'm thinking about that. Um, but the pickle slider, then you create that. Now you got to understand is that now that you, it might be easier for you to get your podcast out there. There's other people thinking they can do the same exact thing and are doing the same exact thing where there's all these podcasts that goes up now with the drop off of people returning back to their jobs and not having as much free times. The podcasts have went from 3 million to now a million. Um, is that what it has done? A million and some change. Yeah. There was about 3 million podcast or two and a half million podcasts that it started started um during like when lockdowns first started and then as people started returning back to work and you know they started slowly dropping off one by one by one uh because it's moving on to the next thing i think twitch streaming will probably go up again um i think that'll probably be the next avenue i mean honestly 
you could probably get more fame on there or more attention on there because they're just shorter videos, much like how TikTok is, but also, you know, entering different realms and stuff. I'm surprised that when I share my movie clips for things that I'm working on, like I'm working on a second one right now, which is going to, I don't have a deadline on that. It's probably going to take forever because I'm always thinking of a new idea or new bit I can do. Um, that's getting a lot of views from just friends and family who I know don't check out the show. So it's just different to see it's visual yeah. interest. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we we uh, stream and try to do the video and the podcast like you do with uh, your podcast because it's just two avenues of media, and we actually we live stream on Twitch too. Uh, we just actually have you I'm ever heard of Streamyard? I'm just on like I don't do Twitch. I I don't I don't. I'll watch a friend's video, sure, but like I don't. I like the gaming thing. I was like, dude, I've watched so many of these fucking gaming ones where I'm like. This guy's just playing virtual reality and playing a fucking video game and getting like tens of millions of views. And I have to fucking talk to a scientist and try and hold my own fucking ground when right. they come on. Like it's it's don't say anything stupid. Don't, don't say anything stupid. Don't, don't say fucking anything fart stupid. or any of that. <laughs> yeah, I thought about uh getting something set up in my room back here actually to do Twitch as well. I thought about streaming on Twitch. I just hop on and play Red Dead. Just run around and just hunt in the woods and talk shit. I just lasso someone every once in a while. If it does enter the digital age, which I know it's ending up going to go there, like eventually it's not going to be ones and zeros in your bank account. You're going to be trading pieces of art. Like, well, this, I got this painting. I will trade you for that. And it's like, like I watched, there's an article that came out. A lady uh, worked her way up trading for like 15 years from a bobby pin to now owning her own house. Like she somehow, Mm -hmm. I was like, how the fuck do you do that? You go, here's a bobby pin. Can I have your fucking leaf blower? And then you go from the leaf blower to a fucking Lexus. And then from the Lexus to a, I don't know how that works, but it, she did it apparently and yeah. congratulations to her i'm happy with your new home i hope you bought a nice welcome carpet for your front fucking doorstep so people realize that they don't have shit going on in their lives if you can trade up from a bobby pin to owning what a two-bedroom one bath i don't know what it is it could have been an apartment complex i don't know she you might have to try it. though um but if art enters that digital that digital kind of like uh, AI createdness. It looks really good, dude. It looks, I mean, I, I love it. It's I'm fucking dumbfounded in how awesome it looks, but then I hope it gets to a point where like 10 years from now, shitty art like mine will be like billions of fucking dollars. <laughs> well, you gotta do something crazy that cuts your ear off. And that's what makes your prostitute. Yeah. Like only, only like, it's funny too, because when we talk about NFTs and we're just going back to a bartering system with art, you know, who'd used to do that, right? was Picasso. Can I put a gun to my shoulder and shoot through my shoder and have the blood splattered, create art? I mean, you could do it. Like if my face was a silhouette right now and I just had like something that squirts blood on that back wall, it would look fucking amazing. Just artistic wise. (laughs) We could we could probably not we could probably do it without real blood unless that's what you want. No, we got to go full in. You got to pull a fucking Glock out and just fucking one and done. But then you make sure to someone's like, able to upload it for you. You have to hairspray it like you do with pas- uh, pastels because so the blood doesn't chip off. But used they used to be like really. It seems like all the creativity went to like fast food or drive through hacks though. All the creativity went to fast food and drive through what? <laughs> Did my voice cut out on that one? Did you say hacks? I felt it. My voice got really dry, and then it just fucking <laughs> stopped talking. Like, just air came out. Um, that's a drive-through hacks. Like, people are like, here's a 
creative thing you can do. Hey, can you make me a chicken pot pie? And he's at fucking McDonald's. And he's like, what? And he goes, we don't even have that on our menu. He goes, it's cool. I brought the ingredients. And the guy goes, we're going to be famous on TikTok. And he just fucking walks back there and makes it. And I'm like, this is where all the creativity went. We got fucking people that are dying of opioid addiction right now that nobody's talking about. But no, this guy can make a TikTok video that gets billions of views all because he brought the materials to make a chicken pot pie. I mean, is that creativity? I don't know, but it has me questioning a lot of shit. Yeah, uh, it's because in the psyche of humans, I guess it's that's 15 seconds of them not having like distracting them from the idea that millions of people are dying from opioid. Crisis. I didn't realize I had a lot of this in the tank. Like, I'm surprised I have all these rants <laughs> to get out. I'm fuck, I, what, what's been on your plate? This has been my day and my whole life. Um, I start back up at school this week. Uh, I'm in the middle of a dry January. I am uh, not drinking any alcohol for the for the duration of January. Okay, that's not what I was thinking. I was thinking you're like, I'm in the middle of a dry January. I'm like, you're fucking like, married. You're fucking dry <laughs> for as long as they let you. <laughs> yeah, nope, nope. It's uh, not that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm not drinking, and um, it kind of sucks. I miss my bourbon. But when I wake up, it actually I feel pretty good, you know? I mean, <laughs> I would guess so. It depends <laughs> on how much you're drinking. I cut that out. See, I couldn't, I, I like when I went to my buddy's house, like you drinking on your birthday. I'm like, no, nah, probably going to be in bed by like five. I mean, I got so high. I went to fucking bed early as shit. Um, but I woke up at midnight and then I did cardio from midnight on new year's day all the way to, um, 5am, which I've been doing, I think every weekend, like today I did five hours yesterday. I did five hours. Um, I just enjoy it. It's just very weird because when you're at the gym that early in the morning, I realize like, because it's my work as well, too. So I didn't know we had a 24 hour location. I was like, what score? I'm like, I'm going to go so fucking excited. work out and listen to Juice World and hopefully not drive my car off a fucking cliff. Uh, but there's a person <laughs> that came in and he, there's the boxing thing and nobody ever uses the boxing stuff. This dude just laces up his fucking gloves at three o'clock in the morning and just starts going douche, douche, douche. And I'm like, this is the people that they fucking talk about at my work. This is the person that comes in and just hits the shit out of it, trying to impress whoever you it's not impressive <laughs> i'm benching and i'm like this isn't impressive to me it's loud as shit it's annoying you're making the thing rock i can walk over and fucking tap it and it'll fucking move it's on a chain it swings like a tire swing right maybe he's trying to be the next mike tyson he wants to fight jake paul and then he starts changing like getting into his boxers in the middle of the gym floor i'm like there's fucking locker room right over there <laughs> but it's three o'clock in the morning so if i complain i'm the asshole because there's no one else in there and i'm like great yeah wonderful you should have went over there and just started punching the other thing next to him i should have kicked the pun punching bag just kicked it <laughs> but they have a trampoline right beside it just start jumping up and down on it. <laughs> Just staring, at him. Just, just, just staring at him. Uh. Oh, man. But yeah, so, yeah, school, uh, work, it's the new year. <laughs> it's funny, actually, because so on New Year's, I bought a bunch of bottle rockets. You know, we had a party here. We had some people over. And uh, we went out in the street to light off these bottle rockets, and there was these kids two doors down. He Like, my neighbor, like, I know my neighbor. He must have had people over. And uh, they were all like seven fucking feet tall. I thought they're all adults inside so and with deep voices. And I hear one of them say, uh, hey, you got any more of those bottle rockets? So I was like, sure. 
And so I walk over there, and then when I get over there, they're all fucking kids. And I'm sitting here, a little inebriated, with like a bunch of bottle rockets in my hand, surrounded by kids. And I'm like, I can't fucking give these You're kids that these guy. bottle rockets. You're that guy. I'm like, where's your dad? And like, it, it, it just it kept getting away from me. And like, I, and I felt like I couldn't just walk away from the situation. So it's like, all right, where's where's the adult? Where's your dad? And then so this guy comes out, and like he was dressed like not wanting to come outside. And I was like. Yo, and all these kids at this point are excited, like ecstatic about bottle rockets. And I was like, hey, I thought there was adults over here. I was giving these two. These are all kids. How old um, are they? I'm, I'm sorry. Huh? How old were they? They, I mean, they were probably like 11 or 12. But they, like, were they were like just, seven feet tall? Dude, not seven feet, but they were oh, like, like my height. Okay. Yeah, they were like my height. Through when well, I looked how, over, how I love them. I'm six foot. Okay. So like I thought they were adults in the dark, you know, it was middle of the night. And uh so then he's standing there and he's like, What's going on? And all these kids are yelling, Bottle rockets, yeah, let's light them up. And I was like, and he looked like he wanted no part of it. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And I just handed him this one of bottle <laughs> rockets and walked away. Um, like, it's I mean, there I was thinking like there's like a 30-year-old and he's in a child's body, or there's some all right, so <laughs> this might be a really bad joke. I would hate to say it and then come off like an asshole. It wasn't me that said it. It was uh my grandpa. So understand that he grew up in a different time period. Um, it's nothing like horrible. It's just like we're we're watching like uh it was we're watching like the new year type things <coughs> that they're showing. Like, here's all like uh here's what happened at the NYE. Uh what is it, Miley Cyrus nip slip or a dress attire fail that happened? Um, oh, was it? Yeah, her dress came off in the back and she's like holding up like I mean barely anything on as it is, but holding up like covering just her nipples. She comes back wearing a red blazer that's obviously one of like the ballet person's like blazers. And she goes she starts singing her song like back to where she was before. And then she just cuts in and goes, This is still the most clothes I've ever worn on stage, which was like a great recovery for her in general, just didn't even phase her. Um she's also like I've been she's she's hot. She's she's good looking. She has a good voice. Yeah. You ever see the it has miles on it. Like my voice, I didn't know. I thought my voice just because I think I hate everything I fucking do. Like I hate every podcast. I enjoy <laughs> your guys' parts, like the listening to it. It I enjoy those. But when I start talking, I'm like Jesus Christ, skip. Um, but even the movie, I can't watch myself. I haven't seen the film. I've only put it together and then uploaded it. So that took months of process. I haven't actually seen it in full. Um I just can't stand my own voice as well, too. But then I'm doing those scenes and people are commenting, could you voice over my book? And I'm like, I don't. I'll do it for free. I'm not going to get paid to do that. I don't think my voice is that good. Oh, with <laughs> like people hitting me up like those are real like videos of you wanting to teach them how to be a champion. <laughs> like, can you voice over my book? I hope people got the that. joke in that. The championshipness. Like, come on. That's not a word. <laughs> get through i was like how to be a douchebag in five seconds here let's make a second video i'm just a champion just every day on the beach i eat a carton of eggs like come on what the fuck (laughs) i love it yeah it's just it's so over the top i'm making fun of all that stuff in the second film i'm trying to make fun of all like the stereotypical like you know when you're i had a scene where i'm on a beach and i'm like what's up my fellow virgins and i'm like talking to the camera on selfie mode and i'm like check out this beautiful sunset that the lord gave us and then as you look over to the sunset it says subscribe up top because every time i watch a fucking video they always shove a subscribe or something like 
pay to see more that's what they do <laughs> did you put you should put the subscribe like in big letters like right over the sun like make it obnoxious i did yes okay. and then at the bottom i put likes how many likes can jesus get how many comments <laughs> just something stupid like that that's yes. like and it's only like 15 seconds um but back to the comment gra- amen back to the grandpa <laughs> thing so the whole New Year's news was all going on like, oh, my God, 2022 is going to be. But everybody was. Com- <laughs> so I was really high when this happened. But Betty White died. Um, R.I.P. Betty White. So, yeah, I forgot to tell you off air about that. It wasn't a five milligram. It was a 50. And I don't do any of those. I was oh, in another. Okay. Dimension, yeah, that makes bro. that makes way more sense. I was in another land. And I don't know why it was funny to me, because I just remember her three days before saying. And I don't know. I'm not a fan of Betty White. I, I'm, I'm not against her. I just I haven't watched any of her stuff. I don't really know her. That's like me with Pete Davidson. Yeah, nah, I don't like Pete Davidson. either. See, everyone has an opinion about him. I'm just like, the, he's got Buscemi eyes. He does have, but they're the opposite. They're like sunken in, not popped out. Skeleton. I don't know. Do Skeletor. Um, yeah, no, I'm just I'm so indifferent about him. But she was like, how did it live to be 100? Just don't eat anything green. And then she dies. And it's just like. That's, she that's, didn't make it to a hundred, <laughs> so Damn, she like, probably should have ate something green. I'm not, I'm not laughing, but at the same time, that's fucking irony in, in like its own. Yeah, maybe I'm a piece of shit. I don't know. Um, no, there's but, comedy and everything. But my grandpa, uh, we we're watching all the New Year's events. He goes, "Oh, it's just a sad day, sad day." And I'm like, "It's the New Year, man. We can't just celebrate like this. Let's try and lead 2022 into like a good, you know, better year." Um, for instance, my New Year's resolution. Since the film, I've been smoking cigarettes <laughs> a lot, <laughs> dude. I shit you not. Uh, and like four or five years ago, I made that because like so one year I said I'm gonna quit cigarettes and I quit mostly, but I was bumming cigarettes off of people and it was like kind of like a sham and I felt like a liar because I was still bumming cigarettes even though I said I quit, but I was smoking all the time still. So I made a New Year's resolution to pick up smoking. And then I picked up smoking for a year. Then the following year, I said, I'm going to quit smoking. And then I did just to piss people off. Cause like, I just, it's just one giant troll, just one troll in real life. My New Year's resolution was to pick up smoking. I didn't make one cause I can, you can do it any day. It doesn't need to be resulted to one year. Then when you end up right. bailing out on it, you end up being like, Oh God, like I knew I couldn't keep like, why would you make something that you can't keep? Like my gym is going to be packed for like the next Till the end of January, then it starts dropping off because people don't just stop giving a shit. Like it's just, and I'm like, look, man, do what if you want to change something, change something. Any day that you want to change something, don't do it because one day is coming or it's going to be a new year and you feel like that's how you're going to start your new habit. It's the biggest kind of insult to people who actually are doing the thing that you want to be doing because you make it seem like the world's not letting you. And I'm like, no, you can get healthy anytime you want. If you want to go join a gym, go join a gym. I think that's maybe why I handled COVID so well. I hate how like even like the the gym industry has inserted itself that like they've become a part of the thing of getting healthy towards like if you can't afford a gym, you can still just go outside and kind of just do what's it called? What's that workout they do with like tires and stuff? Workout uh, cross, do CrossFit or whatever. That's with tigers? Is that what you think? Tires. Tires. Oh, I thought you said tigers. I was like, well, oh, I don't no. know. A six <laughs> yeah, you Roy Act? I don't know. Fucking Vegas. <laughs> No, but I was saying, like, if you needed to get healthy and you couldn't even afford a gym, you could still go out and run. The sidewalks are free, you know, push-ups, sit-ups. What is that commercial with the, like, the very the, like the small people in the chairs? You know what I'm talking about? It's been playing all over TV recently. 
No. But you don't know what I'm funny. talking about? Like tiny people sitting in really big chairs? Like mentally, like dis- like physically disabled people in wheelchairs. Oh, I thought it was like some CGI trick. Where there was like people like like us just sitting in really big chairs. Now I feel like an asshole for laughing. Thanks. Don't worry, I'm gonna make it worse when I find it. There's been there was there's been an ad all over like I forgot what freaking news station it is, but it's like little tiny people in chairs. Oh, I don't watch news stations. Um, and here it is. Okay, so Sean Stevenson is one of these uh, people. I mean, that sounds wrong. I might have to edit that out. I don't mean any rudeness to it. I mean people that. What do you mean these people? I don't mean it like that. Um. But I'm trying to get to the point of what my grandpa said something where I inaudibly spit all over my fucking self like a horrible human being. Um, it's got an ad. Hang on a second. Hang on. <laughs> it's like it. What is it? What is this? Okay. Hold on. Muscular dystrophy? No. Keep talking. Okay. So it's. I uh is it like when you say like giant chairs is it like the big chairs they have at like uh like theme parks or like stadiums where it's just like a really big chair Wait what I'm <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying so I'm trying to get like you said these tiny people sitting in really big chairs So when you say really big chair I'm picturing like the chairs that you see at like theme parks or like like baseball stadiums They're the normal size chairs The people um, are just tiny okay Okay I'll have to show you. Yeah, because I'm just I'm drawing uh, all of these wild scenarios the in my head. Pod. Great, great start. Great start. Um, This is it. See, this is what I'm talking about. That's not a tiny chair. I didn't That's say a tiny chair. I says he look. never mind. But <laughs> so, you know, see what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, com- so so there's been there was a commercial that plays just like the SS. Now I make fun of the SPCA commercial because it just makes you feel like a piece of shit, and it's funny because they always play that right after they play something with like donate to Africa to save a small child, and it's like how many people are really going to donate to the child? They're going to donate to the fucking animal, right? Um, Sarah, Sarah McLaughlin, McLaughlin comes in. that fucking asshole that makes you feel like a I gotta adopt them all. Yes, um... well, the ad that they do. <laughs> If I can, I wish I could find it. It's just like this one. Um, and yeah, we're gonna might have to do some filler again. I don't have to spend the whole hour and a half. You're spending the whole I'll hour. Fucking pause like... it until I find it. <laughs> we're gonna pause, guys. We'll be right back. <laughs> we're back. So this is the ad. And we're back. I know this is the ad. <laughs> um, took me a little bit to find it. I can't even say the name of the disease because it's just they say OI awareness. Um, it's osteogenesis. Osteogenesis ad. Um, you know how when people look back at like their previous stuff, like from three years ago, like wow, they didn't age well. This isn't going to age well a day later. Um, osteogenesis imperfecta is. But a they talk about it. Me on a but they have a bunch of people. Have my spine fuse. Explain like the horrors well. that they have to go through that make you feel so did. sad. But my hearing. My arms are quite brittle. It was like one of these parts where they said something, and my grandpa just goes, "Just get a fucking job." And I, Jesus Christ, it's like- everywhere. I was like, dude. <laughs> 
he goes, no, he's like, I get it. It's horrible. People get a bad roll of the dice, but at the same time, they play this thing 15 times every hour. And it's just, I can't fucking stand it anymore. And I'm like, get I can't believe I did all that for that. Like that wasn't a fucking good payout at all. Like Jesus Christ, grandpa. Like, what do you he's, want them to do? The best way I can explain him is that he's not like a person that goes, look at that. No, he's not that. He's just a person that's like, you got to work with what the Lord gave you. And that's everything. Like that's so they thing. literally are. Yeah. They're doing their best. They're doing try. fucking ads, I guess, in his opinion. And I'm like, well, you know, they, they, that's terrible that you say that. And he goes, he's Robbie. He goes, the first time this ad played, I, I donated money. Second time, no. Third time, no. The 15th time, everyone can fuck off. I'm like, that's <laughs> terrible, man. They're trying to make awareness to this. But it was just, I don't he's know like what it was. He's like, I already gave. What I'm do you want asshole. from me? <laughs> Why did I bring this up in this podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that was a personal thing. But it was, it was, it was just funny because I was not expecting that from him. And yeah, it was just, just get a fucking job. First thing in the morning, fucking random as hell and it was just like you're watching new year's stuff people talk about how the one dude who's with uh anderson cooper gets drunk and does all oh, he was fucking, fucking hammered rant. yeah get a fucking job <laughs> leave me alone it's but like he said it witnesses with like, coming and knocking on the door he every day said it like you're fighting a fight that you're just tired of fighting where he's just like <laughs> just get a fucking job and the way he said it was like i wasn't expecting it, it just caught me completely off guard um it's like, he what goes, do you want them to do, like Pop? 15 times a fucking hour. And I'm like, it was a, yeah, it was a cry of desperation, which I get it. I mean, you're supposed to make awareness. And I honestly, I've said multiple times on the show, don't need to support the show by donating money. If anything, donate to a charity or type of organization that actually helps this type of thing. But something fucking rare. That's a rare thing to donate to. Rare is like not being able to see the color red. Don't fucking donate to every single one that everyone donates. They probably have enough money. Go to the un- that's what I would do if I was rich. I would just help out these local charities or these types of situations that need these helps. And this is how I recover from being an asshole for the past twenty minutes. Fight for the cure. <laughs> Fight for the cure of rabies. Yeah. Um. That actually, just happened to me at fucking work the other day. You got rabies? Week. No, I didn't get rabies. Some of us got rabies. I uh. I, when, at night, I can't see shit without my glasses. Um, my God, you have so many these poor medical issues. Like, and well, I mean, we also don't have lights at, behind my uh, work, so I'm smoking a cigarette behind you know work or something you know, for a minute. I see this little tiny thing running up to me, and I'm like, "Oh my God, it's a cat!" And I'm like, oh, "Kitty, kitty, 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 kitty!" And as it steps into the fucking moonlight, it's a fox. I'm like, oh, I just fucking ran into the place. It's like, Jesus Christ. Like, that's a rabies thing right there, man. Do you think you po- do you do you think you picked up the cigarettes from when you were making videos? Do you think I picked them up? Yeah, I think you said you were smoking a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> like I just need these cigarettes for this video. All right, I got now I gotta just think about what I'm gonna do with this cigarette. Oh, wait, do you mean actually like pick up a pack of cigarettes or did you mean pick up the buds? Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, I was uh, just hoping a squirrel was going to run off with it. <laughs> use it for some insulation for his nest. Get a little bit of a high or something from it. <laughs> Nicotine high. 
No, no I, was, I was saying, well, I was doing those scenes and my buddy's like, why is every single scene you smoking a cigarette? I was like, well, when there was just me in it and there was nothing to do and I couldn't think of anything, it's a great filler thing. And she's smoking a cigarette. Plus there's a lot of scenes you can make look serious and badass. Like I have an idea right now. Like, I'm going to go to my local cemetery and film um, like do a voiceover or something dark. I can't believe it's been this many times since it's gone. It's never been the same. And then have like an up close, like shot coming from the feet all the way up to the front where I'm lighting a cigarette by a gravestone yep. and then get a shot of that way. Cause that's a great feel. And especially when it's cold outside and you get the nice smoke coming with the, also your breath in it as well too. It's fucking freeing. And then also yeah. Nick nicotine's good. You smoke a cigarette and under like, people are like, did you smoke a cigarette? I was like, it was a swisher. They're like, you smoked that, that fast. I was like, yeah, like I was, Gives you the nicotine high and you fucking walk off. <laughs> That's when we say us. things things don't change though. We say the COVID, the the Delta Cron thing, and then we talk about the nuclear uh, war, kind of selling of bomb shelters and the whole preparation and fear narrative of the nuclear thing that never happened. Vaping, people that just vape inside their fucking house or vape in like at a fucking while they're playing Monopoly with like other people's family members that just are vaping and blowing smoke. That's not that weird because it's the same thing when everyone used to smoke fucking cigarettes in their house and fucking take a yeah. cigarette and burn it into the couch. That's how I put all my cigarettes out. Times are exactly the same as it was 50, 100 years ago. It's just a different format. We're using different technology that have advanced our lives, but it's exactly the same in almost every single way. Yeah, yeah. We're, you know, humans, we think we've advanced so far, but in all reality, like when we talk about like, yeah, we've made these huge advancements in 2000 years since we started writing things down and stuff, but like the genomes and the DNA code in us is no different than it was you know, 10,000 years ago, really. The only difference is, is that somehow we got it flipped around now. We're like, what, five years ago, people were like, pharma, it's always big pharma's fault. And everyone's like, big pharma says do this. I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about here? Does anybody remember that they were all about money? Do you think that just changes? It's like nobody just yeah. goes, I don't care about how much money you have. I'm for the Bible. Nobody fucking does that. Nobody just switches their narrative unless they almost had a near-death experience. Yeah, big pharma is very profit-driven. That's the whole the whole money grab behind all this is just insane. Might as well make a couple of bucks. That means you got to get a booster flap in your fucking shirt to make sure when the next one comes out, you can just easily pull it down without them to pull up your fucking hoodie. Should what? we sell that? Should we sell shirts with little Velcro flaps? I don't want to talk about it. Just, I don't want to talk about it. You just like that, you know, you just, you just <laughs> like, all right. That's why people wore those pajamas that had the ass flaps. So when they walked out, dude, imagine that. Imagine that trend comes back. People start building outhouses. We just have a, why we're so lucky we have indoor plumbing. Like I remember yeah. Norm McDonald when I was watching a clip from one of his old things, he was talking about how his, they had an outhouse and there was no indoor plumbing. So you had to go freeze your ass off outside at that fucking outhouse. And his dad made him empty it out. You had to take the pail out of the bottom and a friend and you had to grab it and walk like a couple miles down the road to fucking dump it in case bears are attracted to the smell of your shit. And I'm just like, it's a, it's that's such a different world than anybody yeah. growing up now it's like people you don't think know that's when like... maybe indoor plumbing is when humans became pompous thinking we are the shit 
or 15 years ago when Facebook wasn't fucking funny memes or depressing memes or people talking about their political views when it was just fucking Farmville and everyone was insane. Remember how many requests I used to get from fucking Farmville? This person needs your help to clear out their chicken coop. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Right. Find another friend. (laughs) Find another friend. I'm not cleaning out your chicken coop. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember Farmville. That's what it was all about. Farmville and making tweets like or making posts like can't wait till tonight right and that's it just they vague like vague updates. posts <laughs> yeah like, like only, see the cool part boy about- that lunch was good yeah. at Chili's with Steve the cool part was um about doing the show daily for so long was that every day on Facebook is a memory from when I was posting an episode which is interesting to see it shows like your work in real time you're like damn that's cool so this is gonna hit me like oh one year ago today oh two years ago today then I'm coming across posts when I was first on Facebook like 10 15 years ago and i was like going skating tonight who's down and i'm like what a tool right what a tool (laughs) what's going on tonight call slash text i was just so happy i was born way i guess i i hit the technology thing after myspace was gone so i never had to worry about that but remember everybody's emo phase we're like emotional now is like you talk to someone, they're like, put on your fucking mask, and they fucking have a seizure in the middle of the road. Back then, it was people with long fucking hair turned to one side, skinny jeans where two of their middle fingers were in their jeans on each hand, but then the other hands were out, or the other fingers were outside, kind of because they couldn't fit all of them because they were so tight. And they would have a piercing or a gauge in their ear. And a lot of it them. before it was skinny jeans was girl pants. Now just pants come like that normally. Yeah. I pulled out a pair of chinos from high school and I put them on. I was like, well, I could still fit into my high school chinos. But like I said, I haven't came back from the high. So I woke up. Here's the thing. So I have a, I have a digestive issue. Um, I don't go to the bathroom for weeks, weeks. Like actually the cool part about like the COVID thing is I've been going to the bathroom daily. <laughs> like it's like, a, <laughs> nice. great. I'm like, this is awesome. If that means I don't smell anything or taste anything. I'm willing to have this. Um, but I was, I, I went to the bathroom and then I got high again after going, I guess it was that edible worked its way out. And I was like, Oh my oh, no God, shit. I have to go to fucking work. This is two days later, man. And I was like out of my mind. So I was spending 45 minutes. <laughs> like out my THC. I was spending 45 minutes working out my fucking dress attire to go to work and i'm like should i wear chinos well this would look really good with this light blue hoodie that you can't tell because Corey wanted blue lights behind me but i was like maybe i need to wear this and i wear these chinos and i get all dressed and about to walk out my door i'm like i work at a fucking gym i can just wear fucking shorts and i fucking walk back upstairs after spending 45 minutes in a heated debate in my head trying to pick up your jeans that's why i don't like pot Fuck it. <laughs> illegal. Fuck all of it. Make it illegal. What are you, some sort of authoritarian, Dan? I mean, why do I keep calling you Dan? Robbie. I look like your host. I guess so. I call you I'm Corey. usually call Yeah, you do. Thanks. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Robbie. I got it right that time. Thanks for calling me. I'm mad. Hang on a second. <laughs> I'm going red team. <laughs> I'm going red. Goddamn commie. Well, you could do all sorts of different colors, huh? Red, blue, green, purple. Just make sure nobody has a seizure, so I'm not going to put on strobe. Oh, they can do all sorts of different strobes. That'd yeah. be distracting in a conversation. Like you said, you're talking about like... I had, a, what was... I had a, a light over my 
desk thing, but I think my lamp makes my skin look better than that one because that one makes my computer all fuzzy. I guess it's the LEDs don't reflect well with the webcam. Yeah, I just have bright lights. I have like a rail right here that like kind of hits the backdrop behind me to make it bright. And I try to get rid of the shadow as much, but you could still kind of see it. And then I have a rail of like just bright lights. Kind of makes you look a little washed out though. This is going to be a crazy return episode. Right? Just bullshitting. I like it, though. I'm going to, I think I'm going to title it your name though. I'm not going to do any special, unless you like that. Do you like that? Yeah, I like it. What, okay. what would we put? Uh, because I was going to do like on the Spotify picture, it was going to be more like how Joe Rogan has a picture of his guest, not just my uh, logo thing. Um, and then the YouTube thumbnail will be both of us with like the thing. But I was just going to do, you know, Corey Walsh, and then I'll type up a little bio that sounds professional and then a little excerpt of what this episode's about. But I like the Can number. You- it seems more professional. Plus, if you do it that way, when people click on the episode, it just looks like you have a lot of new people on every time. So if you do repeat, it's not like a funny title. Right. You should uh, make it Lord Corey Walsh, though. Because I do own two foot by two foot square How do you land know? in Scotland. How do you know? That I own it? Have you seen it? I saw a picture of it. Is there a person with that osteosis disease I just pulled up earlier? Is, he, is, is there someone like that on your farm? I don't know. It's only a two foot by two foot square plot. I don't know if he could fit on it with the wheelchair. I'm going to donate money after this episode to that. I'm going to put the actual charity in my description just so I don't come off like a complete asshole. There you go. Oh, also, yeah, my two foot by two foot plot's like in the middle of some woods. So I don't know if you can access it. You bury a foot if you ever feel like it. Yeah. Or I could dig deep down and have a six foot. They could bury a person. They just have to be standing up. Why don't we do it that way? It would save space. Do you think it's because like when they decompose the bones, it just shatter, keeps them preserved for as long as possible? I don't know. Like, I'm why was Sleeping Beauty laying down like that? Why couldn't she just be, like, standing up? Because she was sleeping. But we have Frozen's back. <laughs> Han Solo didn't give a shit. Well, he, yeah, he, he, he was technically head, sleeping just... when he was in Carbonite. Yeah. All that was out like was this. his fucking knees and his fucking crotch and then his hands and his face. So anybody could have... <laughs> Imagine if they punched him in his fucking, like, crotch. And then they unfreeze him. He's like, oh, oh God, what the Jesus fuck happened Christ. to me? You know one thing they didn't talk about at all either, too? Like, he had to have had to go to the bathroom, right? No, he was As frozen. soon as he got out of there. Right, but, I mean, I guess completely. Unless it's like Austin Powers where they unfreeze him and he starts peeing for like an hour. Oh, that's right. Okay, that is a joke. Maybe that's where I thought of that. <laughs> I was like, I'm thinking like the first thing he has to do is probably shit. So well, you bad. just, well, you just experienced is what i experienced trying to do all these scenes i was like i gotta think of something fucking new and then you start creating shit and you're like god damn it that's a fucking south park episode <laughs> it'd be easier if i had money and like actual quality production stuff but trying to get the idea a out. team of writers yeah yeah but um what were we saying right before that i don't remember talking about it's freezing lost. things Lost in the ether. That'll be a next adventure too. If you know, we'll start doing more carbonite type freezing type things. They might. We completely went the other direction with that though. It's much like technology. Like before it was about creating AIs, then it went to like cyborg enhancements, and then it's also still doing AIs with those lifelike robots that are coming out now. Um, the more automated machines. I just wonder 
what are we going to pick up from the past and try and do better? Because, I mean, Elon Musk, for instance, the man's got a rocket that lands now. And then Bezos is taking people up into space constantly, like always taking new trips and stuff like that. That seemed so stupid and idiotic when it was first being talked about. Like, that's not going to happen. We got years before that happens. Dude, they did it pretty fast, and now it's pretty normal. So I wonder what the next normalization yeah. thing is going to be. Like, what's going to be revolutionized next? Because the autonomous of things, I, I actually had to do a uh, PowerPoint presentation in one of my college classes about the autonomous of things. And we talked about, like, the advancement of technology. Like, right now there's this new thing, like, like farming. Autonomy is like taking farming by storm and it's making food more efficient. We're using like water more efficiently. Everything's becoming more cost effective. It's pretty fucking wild. There's this thing called like a farm bot. So, you know, you build your little like six foot by like eight foot bed, you know, or like, you know, like, is it like four foot by like 10 foot bed or whatever, you know, of like your little raised ground plot for like farming for your house, let's say. And then if you put rails on the side, and then there's like an arm that goes over and it's a robot and it just scrolls up and down your your uh, little plot and like plants things and waters them and fertilizes them and it does it all autonomously. You could put your weed in there. That's kind of what that movie with uh, Tom Hanks that just came out is about where like that's too hot or too much radiation to step outside because the ozone layer is gone. So then, like, it's not protecting anything, so you can't stay out. You have to wear a suit or something like that. So all civilization has basically just died. And then just he's like indoors. trying to, he's trying to like scavenge. He's got a robot that helps him out and does all these types of things. He built this robot to take care of his dog because he's dying of some type of like terminal illness. And um, it doesn't look like a movie I would want to sit and watch. Um, but it's definitely something I don't mind watching. Little clips like Mojo clips of you know when they do like the one out of ten you can watch right yeah just like the best scenes just watch the trailer they put all the best stuff in the trailer anyways they do sometimes yeah you, you, yeah if a movie is shitty they put all the best stuff in the trailer hmm. you know what i mean it seems like that because like they show all like the funniest and best parts and then when you actually watch the movie like this movie sucked i could have watched like all the best parts were what was in the trailer i wonder what tech technology advancements are going to be coming out i start I'm not, now that you talk about that farming robot thing i start wondering when that's going to be like the main norm where there's not going to be farms run by a lot of i think we're heading towards what that what we would call a luddite movement and i think that's all a product of the wage increasing um, with wage increasing and pricing going up i just see so many people that are more than happy to have a machine do it and then you hire one person that maintenances all those fucking machines i mean the fact that like yeah they're getting paid $18, $19 an hour at some places that I don't know if they should be getting paid that much. Now, my whole thought on this is only because if you do that, that incentivizes people to just want to work and it gives more power to the corporations to just fire you. And then you care way more about your job because you're getting paid so much. But then if you pay them too little, people don't care about their fucking jobs. Like the whole idea of job security is gone. And I think that might be a push for just not really working from home, but not being able to find a job unless you're in exclusive things. Like I'm surprised that like you see a lot of successful people or people post their success on obviously Instagram and Facebook. Um, nobody's going to post the things that they don't have. That just doesn't make sense. But 
you're starting to see less and less of like all their showing off type thing, or at least I'm seeing less and less of it. And I think it's because it's getting harder and harder and they're not able to go do all those vacation trips. And like, I had a, a person I graduated with from high school and they went on a cruise and did all these types of things. And everyone, like, I was like, damn, like, I know she's a doctor now, but is she making that much money? Like to where she could just take these trips all the fucking time. Like, God damn, like, I need to get my shit going or something. Then everyone's like, you, you deserve this. So happy you finally got to take this trip. I was like, okay, so that's like a one out of a couple of year type thing where I just start thinking more and more about like, all I want to do is I just want to go out into the middle of the fucking mountains somewhere by this roadside, dude. So I have, I've been having this repetitive fucking dream of this one like cliffside. Um, actually, I might show you the picture. So I've been dreaming do, about do this like, like it's a road on a cliff. That's all it is. It's a fucking road on a cliff. And um, just me sitting there, like, just, I don't know why the, oh, there's always a guitar. Um, anytime there's, like, something elegant or wisdomatic to do. And I'm Sounds like you need to learn how to play guitar. Uh, no, everyone in my family plays an instrument. I'm not, I'm not about it. Um, <laughs> I, I sent it to my email. Let me pull up real quick. But I was trying to, I was like, I kept seeing this clip. And I had this dream, I think, for the past month, just every single day is the same little clip. And I was like, what the fuck is that? So I, what I thought about doing was I was going to paint it and then Google search it, like image search it, and see if anything comes up close to that. So I just spent all last night, like after I got home, just fucking scrolling through my phone, scrolling, 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 looking for like cliffside roads. And I found the one. And then I filter effect it to match the one in my my dream and it is almost a hundred percent just like that except in my dream there was a railing that was there um this one doesn't have a railing but i'm about to show it to you and i just think that's like trippy because i've never seen this place before and it's some place in china and i'm like what the fuck does that mean like people talk about like what does the meaning of the dream mean does this mean i need yeah. to go to like china? maybe you saw it in passing subconsciously this is it but it's like a it's a it's like a road on a cliff and this is what i saw that is a cool photo. That's in China? Yeah. It's like something mountain or something like that. Some it country. also looks like out west. And then I, when I clicked on this, this led me to a bunch of other uh, photos of the same place where people's trucks were falling off of it. <laughs> I was like, Jesus this is way more interesting. <laughs> then you get into a three-hour YouTube thing of just watching car crashes. See, I'm more uh, 100% about nature. Like, I just... I, I enjoy that so much. I think it's uh, I'm definitely waiting for summer to come by again um, just so I can sit outside and really enjoy it a lot more. And that's kind of what I was talking about in the beginning about just doing it five days a week or doing it maybe three days a week or something like that instead of every single day. Because every day is just it's not super, super hard, but it's not easy. Um, and it and takes away from being able to do what you want to do. Yeah, but with the time off, I got to experience a little bit of life shit that I actually really enjoyed. I mean, if, yeah, if I explained to you my three, like just just three days out of that time off, out of everything I had, just three days worth of it, you'd be like, that sounds like fucking two years. I'm like, yeah, I did a lot of shit, man. I just, I'm always, if I'm not doing this, I'm doing something else. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. It's, uh, that's what I was saying. Like, it's about balance. Maybe, maybe even like one or two days a week of the podcast, and then you can have, one or two days of doing your filming and then have a mental health day of being able to just go explore and reflect. And that, that way you're not, that the tank is getting seven hours filled. of cardio just, makes the voices go away. Seven hours of cardio makes the voices go away. There you go. How you you do seven hours of cardio every day. No, I did five hours the past two days. Wow. Weekends though. I could do it on weekends. And then if I have a day off, but 
with work and shit like that. It's not a manageable thing to do a bunch in a row because then you try and get up out of bed and your legs just won't won't do a single thing. I'm like, I'm officially paralyzed. That sucks. <laughs> My legs don't work no more. You got to have yeah, no, some I, goals or dreams deep down inside of your stomach or your heart or your brain. That's what, what is, keeps you going. I'm oh, me? About, yes. Oh, me? Oh, yeah. No, me. Like, I'm deflecting. I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely, I want to get, I like the creative. I like being like, I'm happiest when I'm creating. And that's why I do the podcasting. You know, I get to do a lot of cool little arts and craft stuff with my kid all the time now, coloring and drawing and stuff like that. And, uh, once I get my new house, that's the plan too this year, 2022. The Walsh is going to get uh, a casa. Can you get like an outside garage with an above apartment or above bedroom above it so I can just move in? Maybe. Yeah. You might, you're still contemplating moving to Michigan? I need to move somewhere. Michigan's Even a good place to be. I just spent fucking a whole day setting up this new studio. It's like, well. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You should. I mean, if I, I might be biased about my home state, but it's pretty cool here. I don't a lot of manufacturing fuck. jobs, a lot of industrial jobs where you can make decent loot. Work fifty. We had to work like 40, 50 hours a week. I just want to turn on my microphone and get billions of dollars. Is that that's okay? the end game, right? Yeah. Yes. That's why we're putting in all the work right now. Just building a foundation. I can walk outside of my house and take a deep breath without fucking seeing some asshole walking their dog that doesn't pick up their dog shit. <laughs> that happens still. It happens here too. It's fucking annoying. Right? Just pick up the shit. I just don't want to be around <laughs> anybody. There you go. Well, where I live, there's like I'm in an area where there's like was it like four million people or something like that. But it's spaced out. You know, it's uh pretty wide. But it's Metro Detroit. I wanted to go back to um what you were talking about, those kids with the bottle rockets. And they were like older. So I work at a gym and I see that a lot. Like there are some kids that go, you look like a child. And then it's like, you see some kids that are like, I'm 15 years old. And you're like staring up at them like seven foot two and like jacked. I mean, fucking like Chris Hemsworth size. And you're just like, how the fuck is this? Like there are some generations that are like that. And there's other generations that are like stunted growth. And I'm trying to wonder where I fall in. Like dude, right in the middle. I yeah. feel like me and you both are just, just average faces in the crowd like the world is like how tall are you five eight yeah see the world is built for people like me and you they're right around between like five eight six, well that's one. like the average height and i'm like yeah, that, I know, it wasn't always like that though it's much like koi fish like koi fish the bigger the pond the bigger they grow they grow to the size of the thing but i start going is that the same thing with the world the more space that you have the bigger you get i have no clue because i have friends that are like seven foot six seven from foot the country and they're fucking huge and they're farming type people where I start wondering, it's like, is it something that we're eating? Is it the lifestyles that we're living? Is it my constant hours of cardio that are slowly shortening me? <laughs> Just all that compact on your yeah. spine. Just <laughs> fucking a couple slip discs, maybe knock you down a peg or two. Right. But then maybe you grew an inch when you said your uh, back popped that one time. There, I've been getting growing pains in my fucking knees like hard and it's not from running dude it was like i just feel i'm like stretching out i was like i messaged my dad i was like yeah when did you hit your growth spurt he's like when i was 26 and i was like you went from five eight to six foot two when you were 26 i'm like two more fucking years jesus yeah you're about to grow 
about to be a monster. And they say 26 is when I get gray hair too. And I'm like, fuck, I get hit <laughs> twice. <laughs> you grow and then you get gray. I, uh, so I'm 32 and I, I found a couple gray hairs. I guess it happens. Does I haven't time seen any feel more like it's moving less. differently to you? Time just like feels like when... I, I know I'm only 24, so I can't complain about like, oh, time's moving so quick. Next thing an old blink can be an old man. But I really honestly feel like that sometimes. Like I start wondering, like, fucking holy yeah. shit. Like, what, what is that? Oh, okay. So saying, yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. My kid's two already. It's unbelievable to me. It's it's insane. I can't believe a year has already gone by. Like you see like a picture pop up and it's like, what? I feel like I just did that. Or what was it? I uh like in my back room here, I put like so those bottle rockets and stuff I had I bought the year before. And like I just set them down on a table off to the side over here. And then whole they just sat there and a whole year went by and I knew where they were and I'm like, I feel like I just fucking set these down right here. <laughs> Well, it's not like it's moving differently. It's just the way that we're perceiving it is different. Yeah, it just seems yeah, it just seems to be going faster and faster. I think it's because the length of time, like as we experience more, like when you're out when you're around for twenty five years, a year is such a shorter a shorter span in relation to that twenty five years versus when you're younger, a year comparing it to only a lot less years seems like it lasted longer the average know. lifespan is of 79 years the amount of hours that are in are 697,400 and something hours and did you just do like, that math in your head no, no i had it <laughs> I know, i'm just it kidding. was it was for a scene in the film because i say something like i am 24 and that's 28,500 something hours lived and it's like you start counting back it's like you can remember certain key moments but there's a lot of pieces that you're missing out of it and it's it's interesting because I've always said the one thing that one sense if I had to lose or had to keep one and lose like all, all another one or something I would never want to lose my sense of touch because with ADHD the one thing I do to keep myself grounded is I can rub my fingertips together and feel See, that. as I'm over here doing this yeah so it the one thing that I have is like right now with not being able to smell anything or taste anything that fucking sense of touch is just amplified where I'm like fucking feeling all that shit. But the weird part is just like, I don't know with like going out into the cold, I'm not really getting as cold as I was before. Like I was walking out in shorts in like 20 degree weather and doing that type of stuff. I'm like, usually I can feel the cold, but I don't feel anything. It's like, I feel like cut off to the world. And I don't know if it's cause I haven't come back from that trip yet. <laughs> yeah, maybe or less. I mean, I feel like also though, like when it comes to the cold, like we had, we were having like zero degree days here just the past couple of days ago. And then last night I was down in the city and uh, I had to, it, it, it was so shitty. So I went to this place called Texas Day Brazil. Have you ever heard of that place? Oh, sounds like a nice, I guess, olive garden. It's, it's, I would, I mean, it was a nice experience. The place was way more expensive than I wanted to spend. You know, it was this just expensive but it was down in the city it was with a big group of friends i haven't seen in a while so i was like yeah absolutely i'll go but i had to park like about a mile away from the place you know which and it was like 30 degree weather and it was still cold but it wasn't terrible and i was like oh this is fine you know i rented one of those little scooters put it through to downtown detroit over to the restaurant but then afterwards and that was like 35 degrees and then we we're in the restaurant and then it got significantly colder and it rained and drizzled and there was ice. And then, so I couldn't ride a scooter back to my car because all the sidewalks were ice. So I had to like do this little hobble back and I was freezing my ass off and I did bust ass once. But then this morning I went outside and it would just, it was only like 10 degrees difference, but it just felt warmer. I, um, when it, 
the day that it snowed, um, the next day I, I went to the gym at like four in the morning and trying to like, they'll shovel the main drive and it wasn't that much snow. Like I'm surprised they got off school for it. Like it wasn't like when I was a kid, it had to be like a fucking mountain. And then the, you, there was no school, but this was like, as soon as it started, they're like, Nope, we're not doing school. Yeah. It's COVID. Um, but the giant, like the giant highways are pretty clear. There might be some ice and stuff like that, but that's what the weird part about it was. It wasn't just snow. It was ice. Like it was straight ice. Like you used to hear like people go, well, that was cause it's ice. Be careful of ice. It's like, no, this was legit. Like you walk outside your fucking, and I got some amazing shots on my phone from, cause I was doing, like I said, I'm doing the, another film, had to do that in there. Sorry. Won't mention it again. Um, no, you're fine. Uh, I've said it a lot. Um, it's but, your other project. Why wouldn't you? I was um, self-promotion is a horrible demon, um, <laughs> but I was, they don't shovel my neighborhood. Like the whole ocean pines is like a small community type thing. And it's, it used to see ocean pines. When I was a kid used to be a place for like all older people. It was all old retired people. They have golf courses and shit. Now, as I'm older, like in the past, like 20 something years, I've lived in this area. It has gone from old just nothing but old people they used to like stand their fucking ground i remember when my family like my mom and me and my brother we all moved to one house here um it was on like a, a golf course style thing an old lady she had sensors on her lawn if you ever stepped on her grass always looking to complain those types of people that used to be this whole entire community now it's nothing but like single moms who are like collecting child support and fucking they're never home and their kids all by themselves heating up hot pockets in a cracked microwave like i did like it's all shit like that now it's all kind of like lower like i would say wealth class type thing that's like, this whole did thing this little shift yeah all the old people kind of died so well they're still here they just there's very select few that just stand their fucking ground like you're encroaching on their territory. Like, dude, I'm trying to go to work, man. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to drive out of the pines, and that's it's called Ocean Pines, at like 4 o'clock in the morning. They shoveled all the snow into the middle of their fucking street, man. Like, oh, the, my car the is a Camry. Did? No, they just they shoveled when they were doing the giant snow plows were coming through. They didn't even get all the roads. They just fucking fuck it and let you, you know drive through it all i'm in a camry good luck and i'm hitting they're not like snow things like you see in a parking lot that's full ice so it was like I, when i was driving i was hitting them and i felt my car like koosh, koosh. i'm like my tire is gonna fucking fall off and my first thought was Jesus. this is exactly what the people in the titanic must have felt like when they hit that fucking hit the, iceberg because <laughs> i see this giant fucking ice thing in the middle of the road like someone didn't full on plow out the street so you can take a left you have to go where they plowed is the same way someone would enter so you better pray to god nobody's coming or your car can stop and when it's ice it's hard to stop and i'm like oh my god and i see this giant iceberg thing coming i'm just driving at it i'm like Phew. so i just bite my hoodie and fucking drive into it like you're gonna run through a fucking wall and i just heard it <laughs> scrape and then my car has a like as i've been driving like 25 minutes away to go to the gym i feel like the tire is like definitely gonna fall off while i'm driving and i'm like just let it happen just don't no warning this is please. my life just fucking do it get it over with <laughs> it's, it's like i could be proactive and check the lug nuts but no the <laughs> whole rim is cracked it's been cracked oh, for like the past year and a half. So I'm like, I don't know how the car's still going. I got new tires and stuff on it, but the rim's still fucking cracked. I don't know what it is, but you know, if it's my time, it's my time. 
Can't live forever, Johnny. What is it? Strike hard, strike fast. Yeah, the new. Did you did you start watching the new season? Saw, yeah, I've seen it all. Oh, you have? Okay, I'm like I watched maybe it all two yesterday. episodes in. Okay, I'm like two episodes into the new season. It's so it's that they show's keep so bringing great. in random kids that I don't know, like just to fill a scene. It's like when I used the cigarette to fill a scene. They're like, oh, we decided to clear it out. Uh, gosh, damn it! I'm not saying the rest of that because it'll spoil it for you. Um. But there's just random scenes where I'm seeing kids that have no names. They're just there to fill up a spot, like, you know, background, like, uh, yeah. who's that one uh, person that's always background cameo? He was in Spider-Man. He got to kiss that supermodel in that Super Bowl commercial that was really uncomfortable for everyone. I don't know. The chubby redhead kid. That's in that movie? Has, like, a really red or face. That's in Cobra Kai. I think I know you're talking about. No, he's about, just yeah. an extra in films, and he got to kiss oh. that really hot supermodel. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't see that. Well, I'm going to pull it up. Okay. I'm going to pull it up. It's going to be uncomfortable for fucking everybody. Roll that B-roll footage. But, yeah, like, that. it's so funny that show cracks me up because, like, they make fun of, like, the 80s <laughs> in the show. They're making fun of their own movies, but, like, they're making this great show about it. <laughs> like, like, the one part, me and my wife are cracking up. So I'm at the point where, like, he, where uh, John Kreese went and got his boy, uh, something silver tony silver or something like that and the tony silver guy's talking about like the the times in the past he's like yeah dude like i was all fucked up <laughs> he's like i was he goes i was doing so much blow i was tormenting a teenage kid for mm. months he goes it sounds insane just saying it and they're showing the footage from the movie and it's like holy shit i remember that and he did look so fucking crazy this is like GoDaddy Super Bowl commercial brings the lip action. Just watch that. It's so really uncomfortable awkward. to fucking watch. And this guy's been extras in like fucking Spider-Man. And the smart oh, side that shit. creates a killer a website GoDaddy for your small business. What the fuck represented do with GoDaddy? by Walter. <laughs> Together, they're perfect. Danica Patrick, he's hot. Ah. Uh, ah, uh, the it noise. Was so uncomfortable. Did that kid probably pop the giant boner? Yeah, I bet he probably splooged in his fucking pants. She's probably. A, he's a super. Yeah. Well, but that was the most uncomfortable. But that kid, they have random kids like that in Cobra Kai doing shit. And I'm like, they never even gave this kid a fucking name. They're like, we just need more children to fill these spots. Right. Make yeah, the dojo like, look full. <laughs> like, what the right, fuck? Yeah, like three or four like <laughs> people who actually have storylines and story arcs. The rest of them are just in the background. Just. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, who the fuck's this person? Like, you know, I need to bond with these characters. They just and need them for the rumbles. And you could tell that they got COVID weight. Like, they gained weight from, like, their previous season. Oh, like, yeah. Diego looked filled out. I thought it was Miguel. Or Miguel. Yeah, sorry. You fucking racist piece of shit. I knew, so I knew it was a Hispanic name. <laughs> That's all I knew. Because, yeah, it's Miguel. Yeah, it's Miguel. The only person that looks the same is Hawk. Yeah, he looks exactly. Robbie the same. looks like he fucking every time I, I can't I can't watch the show for that specific thing is when I start watching it they go Robbie I'm like God damn it who's calling him and he spells it with a Y <laughs> like a piece of shit like a real douchebag um, yeah my I've been playing Forza and I put my name in you know Corey and it's so funny because my kid's name is Corey too so when I'm playing and every time I go to do a little scene it goes Hi Corey. And little CJ, he does, he jumps up and you see him look around like someone's talking to him. And I was like, oh, I probably should have just made the name like D-Bag or something. Because he does, but he loves that game, actually. He fucking loves watching Forza because of the cars. Yeah, it's fun. 
Yeah, he lo- well, he doesn't play, but he just loves watching the cars drive around and crash. So, wow. Why crash. everybody loves NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like That's why everyone loves crash. NASCAR. It would be interesting to watch NASCAR if they had other cars go like a smaller circuit or smaller lap inside of the actual lap thing. So like there's two stadiums. Races going at once. So one's going one way and the other one's going the other way. And then, and then so have them have- intersect. No, like, you don't do that. no, they'll crash. <laughs> they'll fucking die. Um, like they do with the uh, like those figure eight tracks. You ever seen those? But I mean, just they go left all the time. It's like I want to see them. Why? Who decided to go left? Why? Why? Why, why not right? I don't know. It's got to be something with you. like the way that our minds work or something like that. Or like going I like the dirt track circuits personally better. I like when they they bang into each other a little bit more. A little I like bit more aggressive. The driving that they do when they have a passenger that reads directions to them. Like in the Baja? Yeah, like the Baja races. You got to turn left up in 200 feet. And the guy's just driving so fast. He's got that tunnel vision where he's just not paying attention. He's like, you got to apply the brake. And the dude doesn't apply the brake and they fly off the fucking track. And he goes, what the <laughs> fuck, man? All I said was apply the brake. They're, they're, they're sorry, yelling man. at each other. I, can't, they, I know you have to let go of the steering wheel when you crash. Because what happens is that that thing's not locked in. So when you hit, the thing starts spinning really uncontrollably fast in the direction. And if you're holding on to it, it'll break your wrists. Oh, when you're in a fast car? Yeah, because I got, we got, I think the couple times I went to NASCAR, I got skybox things. And before you say, oh, Mr. Big, big Bucks. No, my dad's had like a lot of connections with business owners and things like that because he was a DJ and then played like kiss gigs and stuff like that. Um, the guy who owned that whole entire track gave us skybox tickets and also he's a big nascar fan so he would watch the games with us in his skybox and he would explain all these small little things and then be like want to go meet the racers and i'm like who he's like tony stewart i'm like fuck that guy and my dad's like he's my favorite and then danica patrick came <laughs> to the game and that was his whole thing that's pretty cool i got to uh ride in a nascar car once my dad had it in there before you say big bucks. <laughs> My dad uh, had a connection through his job uh, through one of the NASCAR drivers in the truck series. And uh, he was at, it was at the Milan dragway and we got to go out there and we got to just hop in the past. Like they put a passenger seat in the uh, NASCAR truck and we got to sit in there and fly around the truck a couple of times really fast. It would be cooler if you got to fly in one of those spaceships instead of, you know, my dad worked at NASCAR. My dad worked My dad didn't work at NASCAR. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, it'd be way cooler to ride in a spaceship. Dan, I didn't have that option. I'm not <laughs> Dan. I'm seven. I know. I'm sorry, Robbie. I'm you not. You just I'm, said I'm, it I'm again. You. Just... <laughs> I've, I've only been podcasting with Dan. So it's like. The best feeling in the world is when I listen to an episode or when I'm in an episode and someone calls me by my name. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a human person. I know you told me that before, and I'm making you feel like a piece of shit. I apologize. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry, Robbie. I was listening to an interview with Carrot Top, and he was talking about how his dad was a a NASA engineer, and his dad would let him take him to, like, the shuttle and be able to walk in the rocket ship and do all these types of things. And um, it was just interesting to get that perspective of things because you start to realize it's like, it doesn't really necessarily even matter what your parents do. You can somehow become something different. Like who would have thought that a NASA engineer's kid would, would be a prop comic. Yeah. Like hair on steroids and even, on steroids and uh, plastic, a ton of plastic surgery. He ended up stopped doing uh, 
weightlifting and stuff because he said it was taking away from his comedy. So he's down to like 145 now. But he talked about it. He goes, it was actually a good workaround. He goes, because my dad made a lot of my equipment gear that I used on stage. Like if he needed a lever or some type of thing that he would hit, his dad would make it for him. So it would connect with the lights to make this show a little bit funnier. Like they had a snow plow thing that he would use on stage and stuff like that where he goes some type of bit while eating a Klondike bar and the snow plower goes off and blows snow all over the stage. That's interesting. Just gotta what a find weird character. What, you gotta find what works for you. Yeah, there's actually there's a a letter. It was a letter like someone by Hunter S. Thompson, a friend of him, asked him for advice. And in the letter, like he starts off, he's like, "It's so egotistical to think my life is put together to give someone else advice, but I'll do my best." And he talks about uh, like making like it fit for you. Let me see if I can say this without butchering. He says instead of making yourself miserable trying to chase uh this this unattainable goal of what you think your life should be think about what makes you happy and then build your life around that does that make sense um i think probably the more realistic thing that you can possibly do is people want to go for the idea of fame people want to go for this type of thing you might get that by just doing what makes you happy I think it probably comes with the less effort that you put into it. And that doesn't mean trying hard. That just means trying not to be something that necessarily you see the end result for. People become musicians because they love fucking music and they become successful because they enjoy music. Red Hot Chili Peppers is a great example. Rappers, actors, all these people care about what they're creating not necessarily just looking for what comes with that. They want to actually do this. Like if I could do radio, if I could do something like this, I would fucking love that because I'm probably more designed to do that than working a nine to five. Necessarily, I'm waiting for when that is going to be. I don't know. Um, but I think you have to really go after what you want. And I know that's easier said than done. But if you're trying to model off of I'm going to be the next Twitch streamer, make sure those aren't just fancy things that are dangled in front of your face all because you think that it's cool because you see and you enjoy watching that. Like to be like we were talking about in the beginning, virtual reality, making videos for that and getting a bunch of views. But do we enjoy doing those types of things or is that just a fun little hobby that gives us kill some time that we've enjoyed so much? You know, like me trying to play Xbox. I don't want to stream Xbox. I used to be so into it. Now I can't even sit and play a game for more than five minutes before. Wait, I do you have up. an Xbox? Yeah. There's well, never why don't used we play it. together. Oh, we should I play never, together. I don't have a mic. I never play. I played. I played Minecraft for an hour yesterday, and I was I've been just... balls deep in the new Halo. Infinite. Yeah, because it's like the old school Halo in the online. It's not all like the other ones that got dumb. Like it's just it's. I'll phenomenal. play Dead Rising Four if they bring that on there, but mostly yeah. it's just Viva Pinata. It's simple shit. Okay, I found that uh, thing Hunter S. Thompson said, and he says it way better than I was trying to say. And he goes, so it's in this like letter. Couldn't have been any worse. <laughs> right. And the, it's in this letter that he writes to a friend. And like this little excerpt is like, in short, he has not dedicated his life to reach. Wait, he's talking about abilities and desires. Let me see. As I see, then the formula runs something like this. A man must choose a path which will let his abilities function at maximum efficiency toward the gratification of his desires. In doing this, he is fulfilling a need, giving himself identity by functioning in a set pattern toward a set goal. He avoids frustrating his potential, like choosing a path which puts no limits on his self-development. 
and he avoids the terror of seeing his goal or wilt or lose its charm as he draws closer to it rather than bending himself to meet the demands of which of that which he seeks he is he has bent his goal to conform to his own abilities and desires in short he has not dedicated his life to reaching a predefined goal but he has rather chosen a way of life he knows he will enjoy the goal is absolutely secondary it is the functioning toward the goal which is important and it seems almost ridiculous to say that a man must function in a pattern of his own choosing for to let another man define your own goal is to give up one of the most meaningful aspects of life the definitive act will which makes a man an individual good quote yeah yeah hunter s thompson was really fucking smart and all everyone knows him for is fear and loathing in las vegas i'd be so pissed <laughs> like he has so much like brilliant writing well he just knows the, him as the druggies he had one of the talents of being able to channel your pain into some type of art that is actually truly appreciated like there's a i think um like i said i don't want to keep reverting back to the film but if you watch the original film with all the humor that comes with it and a lot of the serious tones, I liked going back and forth. I guess what I'm trying to do in the second one is do serious and funny. But I, I, there's a review that I got from a podcast, um, Smoky Mirror, shout out to them. Uh, Rob commented and say it's kind of like Lynchian in nature, but he talks about how like I, I know a lot of it can come off very jokingly and silly, but it's very, very serious and kind of captured what pr Robbie probably went through during the pandemic. Um, yeah, just the, the like staring through the blinds, the fan ceiling, just going on my face. Um, it's a lot of that type of like insanity that was going. I mean, and a lot of the scenes, it made it look like I was dead at some point, especially with the morgue scenario that was happening when my buddy was pulling the casket out of the thing. And it's kind of like I was trying to capture more of a gravity. I was trying to pull it into serious and then also make you laugh as well, too, by switching over to comedy or hitting you with something right out of the out of the blank. I would say. Yeah. And it, yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't like subtle. Like it was the it was nice how it was there. So like when I was watching it, that's why I messaged you. I was like, "You're you're a genius." It's like you're fucking I'm Andy not, Warhol. I'm not a genius, but there's a fine line between making a film so funny that it's not taken serious, and there's also a line of making a film so serious where someone ends up calling a doctor or a therapist because you might need <laughs> texting. Help. Hey, man, you okay? So like it was weird when I put up that scene with the milk thing, um, which is going in the second one. I had people, or not the milk one, was it uh, the fire alarm one? Did you see the fire alarm one? Yeah, when I was going crazy. I saw some of the comments, yeah, and they're like... People were commenting like, don't fucking kill yourself. I'm like, what? And I was like, because <laughs> I was I was cracking a joke of like, you hear a beeping noise. It's like, oh, it's your fire alarm. And then people were like, oh, you got to change your fire alarm batteries. I was like, just watch the full fucking video. And at the ending, it was tinnitus. Yeah. Because there's a And then ringing. people were commenting mm -hmm. saying, oh, tinnitus sucks. Like, <laughs> there's no cure for it, so you don't fucking beat it. It lasts forever. Right. I'm glad I don't have tinnitus. So people comment on shit. It's like, do you read the full fucking thing? Like, what the fuck are we talking about here? But I don't know. They comment on stuff just based on the headline. It's, it's weird watching my friend number drop. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing that's causing it to drop? Like, it went from like 817 to I'm like at 810 over the past couple of months. Everyone's like, fuck this guy. I don't know what I'm. I'm not literally just putting up pictures and movie scenes. It's one a day. Yeah. Would yeah, you those pictures I was are pretty never cool. on it. Oh, what on Facebook? On anything. I feel like that's what they just want to get. be your friend, but not want to see you. It's fucking stupid. Uh, people are wild, man. And dress up in a Mortal Kombat outfit and just start fucking dancing in the street and fighting people. Dude, we're gonna start doing videos where we're gonna dress up in colonial outfits. Good. God. And just go to like downtown areas and ask people questions like, "Do you want to get? Shot? How do you feel about the current state of political affairs?" <laughs> 
Uh, that's not a good way to uh, be healthy in the 2020. So that's not a good way? It's not a good <laughs> Walking way. around in colonial If you say the word colonial, I'm surprised that you still use Captain Crunch on cereal. Because he, cause he's a captain, man. Because he looks like that fucking Colonel Mustard or whoever the fuck it is. Like, they just want to fucking... It's like um, when Rick Moranis got punched in the face. Just people were throwing hooks. They didn't give a fuck who they hit. They're like, fuck it. Find somebody and punch them in the face. That's all it is. Yeah. People are so angry. I don't even know what to say about it. You're itching your vaccine spot. Is everything okay? (laughs) I I still actually have not been vaccinated. I thought you said you got it already. I said I was planning on it. And then it just, it's like. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a good example when it's one of those things that it's like on your list of things to do. Like you just haven't done it, like organizing your spare closet. Does a spare it's closet like, raise above the getting the shot? I haven't done either. So actually, I did organize one of my closets recently. Not, but yeah, it's like you're not vaccinated until you get uh, both shots, a booster and then another booster. Who is yeah. it? Is it um, Israel? That's on their fourth one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I just had it, so like, I have natural immunity, and it's it's crazy. You can still it's wild. get it again, a different one. Yeah, I can. It's just I. It's but so, now I've had I, two I strains. We're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. We're not talking. We're not about talking about it. YouTube's gonna cut her down, and I don't feel like ruining the start of my new fucking right. Next <laughs> like, oh, you're back, huh? <laughs> With your let that demon bullshit. die in a hole. Uh, <laughs> is there anything you want to say before we wrap up the show? We've been going for about two hours. Uh, yeah, um, we, it's nice. Actually, we didn't talk about any politics really, did we? Yeah, we did pretty good. Usually we're like deep into it already screaming about something. It's Sunday morning coming down. I was not thinking about politics at all. Cause it feels like Sunday morning. How do I I tell you to be ready at 11 and you're like, I'm making coffee at 11. I'm like, what the fuck? Like you had a fucking a day and a half to prepare. And then you're going in. (laughs) Cause like (laughs) I was, I was in here and I, I got it ready and I'm like, Oh fuck! I want some coffee. <laughs> so luckily, I have the K cup thing. It was quick. I was on at like what eleven oh six. Eleven oh six. I'm sorry that I was six minutes late. Seven. Oh, that's Maryland time. Maryland. This is Michigan time. Michigan time. Wow. Uh yeah. So seven minutes behind. Right. <laughs> if uh if you're into politics at all. Uh, come on over and listen to Libservative Pod. We're on all your social media platforms and all your podcast platforms. We call the balls and strikes and all the bullshit and monotony that you hear in the media bias. Uh, what did we have? We said uh, what we're, we're trying to make thinking sexy again because it's difficult to think when you let the corporatists do it for you. Good quote. It's one of our little taglines. Yeah, so that's what we do over there. Just bullshit and Call them all out. Call out the balls and strikes. Even though now we're actually adding some positivity to it. We're trying to do one positive story a week because it's really us just bitching about how terrible everything is and how we should fix it. Well, you know the drill. I'll link it in the description. And thanks again for joining me on the podcast. No problem, Robbie. It's been a pleasure.